0: Hi, and welcome to the Life of Plenty podcast. I am Ashley Michael, and Lisa is not with us today. She is in Cincinnati at the American Booksellers Association, which is so exciting. Uh, but we have a very special guest. I know Lisa's going to be sad to miss you. We have Sarah go with us. Woo! Yay! Yay. <laughs> so we are going to talk about lots of books This is going to be, when Sarah agreed to come on the show, I I thought, well, this is going to be like the easiest conversation ever because we talk about books all the time anyway, so this will be good. And I really wanted to get into something called Storygraph with you, if you're still good with that, because I think it's a really cool thing. A lot of people are familiar with something called Goodreads. Um, It's sort of a maybe seen as like a trendy thing in the book world, but I think there's a lot of cool things that can come from it and we want to be using it some in our shop and I hope it's something that you all who are listening can enjoy and use and so um we'll talk about that some today so how are you doing Sarah
1: <laughs> I'm doing great this is your first podcast it really is this is
0: so fun we've got our headphones on um well I we like to start um just by talking about um this is you know the life of plenty podcast and we think that you know books really do a lot to contribute to a quality of life to having a a different experience that your lives are changed by different books and things like that so i would love to hear maybe we can should we start at the earlier on or should we start with like, yeah, okay, good. That's what I normally like to do. Okay. So if you remember like earlier on in your life, some books that were just really special to you or well, ones you always remember.
1: I asked my mom once what my first favorite book was. And she said life for, uh, what was it? <laughs> it was <laughs> Does it say life? I think it was life of a bunny or something like that. Oh, um, it's a little golden book. Yeah. I, I might have the total. The yeah, there's wrong.
0: like, it's a bunny and there's sky. Yes. Yes, we've carried that at the store. I don't remember what it's called either. It might be Life of a Bunny.
1: Yeah, or Life of a Bunny. That was bunny. your first one. Yes, and apparently I love to have her read it to me. Aww. I don't remember it. <laughs> um, The first book that I remember uh, that drove my love of reading mm-hmm. was the first Little House book. Really? Yes. Little House in the Big Woods.
0: Okay. Is that the one where they make maple syrup candy in the snow?
1: Do I, you remember? I don't know which book it was. I but don't. Was definitely that's, that's like that series.
0: one of the few things, because I read the whole series. I think I was maybe fourth or fifth grade, and I remember I was homesick, and I started reading, and I ended up reading, like, all seven books or whatever. But all I really remember is the maple candy in the snow part. Well, <laughs> they had. And somebody goes blind. I won't give that away if you haven't read it.
1: I have but <laughs> <laughs> apparently the uh the listeners may not have yeah. um you know spoilers on a book that's been around mm-hmm. for generations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fascinating story and it was the first time I read a book and I was transported to the to yeah. the setting. Yeah. And so I wanted to be Laura Ingalls Wilder. Uh I wanted to live out in the wilderness. I thought I would move to a town, and that was, you know, what life was going to be like, even though I grew up with electricity. Yeah. So it was just life-changing.
0: Isn't that funny? I think of all the books that I really like. I loved boxcar children as a kid because they were, like, just living on their own in the woods in this boxcar, and that was so appealing to me. And even, like, the survival, like— my side of the mountain even, or yeah, a little house in the prairie where it's all these like I'm just going out there and I'm gonna live live free and wild in the <laughs> woods or whatever. There's something that is so I don't know, appealing about that. We're not we're not living that dream out. We uh, live here in Cook Oh, I'm not. Do you live in the woods? <laughs>
1: uh I want to live in a camper van one day. So Ooh, that's that'd close. be fun. That's close. Would you stay in
0: one place or would you travel? Oh no, I would travel. That's yeah. Where would you want to go?
1: Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. I want to go all across the country. I want to go into Canada. I want to go into Mexico, maybe go down south. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a place you've
0: been? I know we're going on a rabbit trail, but this is fun. That like, What would be at the top of your list that you've never been there and you're like, if I had a camper van, this is where I'm going first? Alaska. Oh, and you drive all the way up there? Yes.
1: <laughs> Through I mean, the Canadian wilderness. I, a lot of people do it. And you really? have a bed right there.
0: That's true. You
1: know, you just you just pull over and you camp.
0: Oh my goodness. I wonder what time of year is like recommended to traverse
1: I don't the know. wilds. Probably not spring. I think that's when everything starts melting and everything gets uh, um like dangerous. But
0: I wonder if Laura Ingalls Wilder talks about this in her books. Somewhere. I don't think
1: so. <laughs> I don't think she got that far north. But I did read Into the Wild by John Krakauer. Yes. I read that I never made it through the movie. Um, I have not either.
0: I've not seen the movie,
1: but it was, it made me want to go to Alaska, even though that did not, spoiler alert, did not end well for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's right on the cover.
0: We're spoiling all these old books. Okay. So Little House on the Prairie. That is one that I hope every kid does read at some point. It's, it's one that a lot of people we've had on the show mention mm-hmm. and yeah. It's amazing to have that kind of impact, and it's it was written a long time ago. Okay, so what else? What about as you as I got up, older? Mm-hmm. Books that you love, books that shaped you.
1: I read the entirety of the Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys series. Oh, did you? my parents, you know, my mom had Nancy Drew. My parents had the Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. So I just read through them all. Uh, I love them. I also wanted to be Nancy Drew. Yeah, me too. Uh, I really thought...
0: She had that really cool Mustang convertible that yeah. I was like, I know I could never have that, but that sounded so cool.
1: I read, <laughs> I read too many mysteries as a kid. I decided I need to start a mystery club. Did you really? I really did, but there was no mysteries to be solved, so I made it up. But I was could. your sister in the club with oh, you? Yes, my <laughs> poor sister got dragged into this with uh, my friends from the street. This was up in Michigan, and. I went off and solved the mystery that I created. I couldn't tell you what the mystery was. Oh, no. but you made the mystery. I made the mystery, <laughs> and then you solved it. And I solved it. And <laughs> they like they were like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> there was nothing. There was nothing going on in the first place. I was like, "Yes, there was." I was a terrible liar. Um, oh, see
0: the fun we had without internet. That's
1: yes. We, that's awesome. We, we grew up without like mm. we had game systems, but. I didn't because my parents knew I would be addicted and wouldn't do any homework at all. So uh, So they
0: made you write your own mysteries and solve them yourself.
1: Yes. Yeah. And try to convince uh, my sibling and my friends from the street that, yes.
0: That's awesome. You know, your sister, I know, has connections to people who can do branding. Maybe you should bring back this
1: club. Absolutely. Get it branded. (laughs) The insane mystery (laughs) alliance.
0: That is cool. Okay. And so let's, I don't know, should we skip ahead? We to... can skip ahead.
1: Because I mean, I did. I went straight from like um, the Hardy Boys, Nancy mm-hmm. Drew to Stephen King. Oh, in, wow. Like, eighth grade when you're supposed yeah. to be reading Great Expectations and you get <laughs> a book in there or Romeo and Juliet, you know. Who mm-hmm. wants to read that in mm-hmm. eighth grade? Not me. No. Yeah. I wanted to read it. Did you like it? Um, I mean,
0: did you when you first read Stephen King, were you kind of pulled in?
1: Yes, but then he goes off on tangents, and I've never reread them to know if I would enjoy that or not, yeah, I remember skipping ahead. I was like, This is boring let's <laughs> get to the scary clown you know yeah. <laughs> so
0: you wanted to be scared. I've always been too afraid to read Stephen King, but I've had several people i I do love mysteries and thrillers, as long as I'm not like kept awake and being afraid that somebody's going to come get me in the night. Yeah. Uh, but I know that he's an excellent writer. So maybe I should – maybe we should – yeah, I don't know. I'm afraid to say it. I really don't know if I want to read Stephen King. But <laughs> maybe we should reread that or do that as part of our book club. You're in all kinds of book clubs.
1: I'm in so many book clubs.
0: Tell – okay, tell me about all the book clubs you're in right now.
1: All right, I am in – the Red Silo Books and Brews book club.
0: Which that's been around a little while. Yes. Longer than our shop.
1: Yes, although I only joined it last year. Um with Grady Hendricks and How to Sell a Haunted oh, House. Yeah. And then let's see, so I'm in that I'm in the nonfiction book club run by the amazing Cynthia. Yes. Cindy is amazing and I love her. And I accidentally went to that my first meeting of that when I worked one Thursday and she was leading a discussion and I sat in and I had wanted to go before, but Thursdays are bad for me. Mm -hmm. And so she was leading a discussion about two books that I had not read at all. And I was just sold. I was in, I was paying attention. She can explain something and make you interested. And she gets so into it that she draws you in. Mm -hmm. So, She
0: is, that's such a good thing about, so Miss Cynthia Green leads, I guess that's the only book club that she leads, but she comes sometimes to some of our other book clubs as well, but you don't have to, I mean, it's good to read the book, but you'll get so much out of it just by coming to her nonfiction book club, even if you haven't finished the book. Yes. You should absolutely go if you're interested in that sort of thing, don't you think?
1: Yes. And like she chooses all these different Types of nonfiction. Yes. So I
0: have seen her pages and and pages of lists of books. It's amazing. She's like, here's a few I'm thinking of. And it's like 200 titles. Yes. I love her. She's amazing.
1: So there's that. And then I am in bring a book, which is great because bring a book. You don't have to read a book. You just bring a book you've loved anytime in your life. And so I have done that, and I've been going to that since the beginning. I only missed a couple times. Um, and so that, that's three book clubs. I am in a book club with a couple of friends. Yes. Yes. We read all sorts of things. Yes. I just read a book from the 60s called The Wall about a woman. My friend Ben sold this to me as a middle aged woman feels isolated. Okay. And it was either. Uh, that or space vampires, <laughs> and something else that just did not sound. That appealing. wasn't your genre. <laughs> so I was like, yes, let's let's read this book. And it was written in the sixties. And this woman goes camping in Austria. Okay. And that seems nice. It does, right? And then an invisible wall comes down. Oh. Separates her from the rest of the world, and from what she can see, everyone past the wall is frozen, and probably dead. Oh. Presumably. And so she is all by herself with a cat, a dog, and a cow for her companionship. A cow. and how
0: much of a room does she have to roam? I well, mean, is she in like, like a hillside 20 foot? A hillside. Yeah, okay. she's got
1: a hillside. She's actually got a while to roam, but because of the cow, she's sort of tied to where she is because she has to milk the cow daily. It's so. Because
0: that's her food, I guess.
1: That's her milk.
0: Right. But does she where does she is, is there food growing on the hillside?
1: There are deer that she shoots. Oh my like. goodness! Well, yeah, So it's it's. A,
0: Did it bring you back to a little house
1: in the big one? Not quite. Um,
0: <laughs> different vibe.
1: Definitely a different vibe. <laughs> but yeah, so we read all kinds of things. Wow. And then Let's see. Uh, the library starting a book club next month.
0: Oh yeah, the Jane Austen book club. Yes, that one.
1: Yeah, I've never read I'm Jane Austen. About that I've one. started Pride and Prejudice like a hundred times. And I enjoy it, but I'm I'm a lazy reader. I read a lot, um, but it takes a lot for me to finish a book because I'm a mood uh, reader. And my mood can change 20 pages in, you know, half a book through. I have read the first 200 pages of Anna Karenina. At That's least six admirable. times. admirable. Oh, six times. <laughs> <laughs> At least six times because yeah. every time I want to read it, yeah. I have to go back to the beginning.
0: I have never finished Anna Karenin. I don't know if I've finished any Russian author
1: books. I've read the short stories of Tolstoy and Dostoevsky. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my literature professor would be sad that I did not know how to pronounce yeah. that right now. Sorry, Sorry if
0: you're listening. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you're talking about moods, which I feel like is a good tie in. I think I'm gonna even open it up on my phone to StoryGraph. Yes. And you are the perfect person to talk about this. Um okay. We Goodreads is yes. something that I maybe the general public is more familiar with. Yes. It's run by Amazon.
1: Yes. It didn't start off being run by Amazon.
0: So, they've just taken it over.
1: Yeah, you know, the way they do all the things. (laughs) Amazon, everything gets sold. Right. You come up with a good idea and it gets sold. So far, the Storygraph has not been sold and it does have membership. So, I'm hoping it just stays independent forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Storygraph is is the indie solution to, I mean, so Goodreads and Storygraph, things like this, there's another maybe two or three. Mm -hmm. You can keep track of what you're reading. You can. There's sort of a community aspect to it as well. How does that work?
1: Okay, so in Goodreads, it's a little bit more developed because uh-huh. uh, it's been around for a very long time. Right. And the story graph is doing things um, slow and smart, which I really oh, appreciate. Nice. Yeah. Um, because in Goodreads, there's been a lot of controversies with Goodreads lately, actually, because people go in and review bomb a book that they haven't oh, read yet.
0: Oh, yes, that's right. Um, and then it really can mess up yeah. that author's was there was something too where, oh, I think authors were going and review bombing competitors,
1: yes, yes, and then they lost their content yeah, so, don't um, do that don't do that, yeah, but so Goodreads has the aspect where you can comment on your friends' posts and everything, and that's something that's coming to Storygraph, but they want to make sure that they do it in a way that's safe, mm-hmm. so that you don't get people commenting that are strangers or who make you know
0: it's more you you are okay with these people, yeah, commenting you have some some say,
1: yeah, that's nice, and it's I think like their staff is three people, really, yes, oh my goodness, and then it just blew up this year, um at the turn of the year, a mm-hmm. bunch of people were like, "Hey, let's move to story graph, and they all did at once, and they <laughs> had to like take the site down so they could upgrade it, which is a great problem that to is. have but it wasn't maybe the best intro some people had to the
0: that's why to the
1: app but they they've stuck around.
0: Now you've reached out, I know, to StoryGraph mm-hmm. and actually heard from one of these three staff people, yes. which is so <laughs> nice. So you've talked to the people at StoryGraph um and and hopefully, you know, they'll be doing more even where we as like a whole bookshop can kind of do some some things.
1: Yeah, I've put our reading challenge that plenty's doing. Up on there, oh yes. which I encourage everybody, including our coworkers, to. Uh, so, join.
0: okay, so we. Oh, there are so many things. All right, so the reading challenge. So I went in, I made a Storygraph account, yes. I started like inputting the books that I've read and and things like that. If I wanted to find
1: the reading the challenge. reading
0: challenge, and there's probably a lot of reading challenges, but would I go to find plenty? Is it under
1: no. okay? You will go to the. Um bars okay. up on the top there. Okay. And then reading challenges oh. should be an option. Yeah. And then I believe you can browse. Browse and search. Um, I need to update this. It says I've read four books this year. I've read a whole lot more than that. <laughs> I don't need to update it. It says I've read five. Uh, and <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's good. Uh but yes, you can search by challenge, title, or host, and so, it is.
0: Yeah. Um, what how do
1: we find ours? Do I just type plenty? I think Plenty Bookshop maybe will bring it up. I should know this. I created it I on know. here. I'm a member of it.
0: Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I I just typed in Plenty and here it is. Plenty Downtown Bookshops 2024 Reading Challenge. So that's really fun. So you can kind of play along. I'm gonna join the challenge. Yes. I have joined and I have zero progress, it says. So I have to go on and tell it that I Actually did read, read our January book. I need to finish our February one. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you do too.
1: I haven't started. There's
0: still time. The month's only halfway over. Okay. So we could that's I mean, that's a way to find community and to read along with other people. And yes. we wanna just you know, maybe you are too busy to come into the bookshop very much or to come to the book clubs, but this is still a way that we can connect with each other. Yeah. Um and then the other thing that I really like about StoryGraph is you can see it'll give you like data on what you've yes. read. Like Here's all the pages and That's, here's the moods like I apparently like to read books that are tense and mysterious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is the opposite of of me. At a medium pace. I mean it even tells you and it and as and then it will give you suggestions like okay, if you like books that are tense and medium paced, then here are some others that you might like.
1: Yes. It's so cool. It's fantastic. Uh and what I'm hoping is say you know, you go into the, stop, the shop and you talk to Eliza, who has a million recommendations. Mm-hmm. Now, she's not on Storygraph, Eliza, um, <laughs> calling you out. But you could follow her and see what she's reading because you know that mm-hmm. what she's recommended in the past, you've enjoyed. Yeah. And so because the staff of Plenty is so big, you don't get to see everyone all the time when you're in there.
0: That's true. Um,
1: this is a good way to follow.
0: Oh, that's true. Okay, so what are you reading? And you can look on your story graph if you need reminders. What have you read lately, like in the last year or so, that's been
1: like some of your
0: favorites that you yes, think? Yes,
1: my, my five-star reads. Um, Happiness Falls, which was a Books and Brews uh, pick.
0: Yes, from Red Silo.
1: Yes, yeah. that was fantastic. I uh, just Actually, another Books and Brews pick was um, All the Little Bird Hearts. Oh yeah, that is a, about a woman with autism in the late eighties. Really undiagnosed because it wasn't as right. well known. Right, which is weird to think about because I remember reading about autism. I think in a Babysitter's Club book. Um, I
0: don't even remember that. I don't remember hearing about autism until I went to grad school and studied.
1: I want therapy. to say, <laughs> I want to bad. say that one of the kids, the Marianne, babysat for. Her. This is twenty, thirty right. years ago. How old am I? Thirty years ago, uh but played the piano a lot, and it was that was what they focused on, okay, but I could be wrong. My memory may not be that great, <laughs> however, uh, yeah, so she's living undiagnosed, she has a daughter who she loves, and basically her daughter really taught her what it was to love. oh wow, uh, but she can't always show that to the daughter, right, and the daughter doesn't understand what's wrong with her mom, so everyone she interacts with, you know. They have their own reaction to what they consider quirks yeah. or her personality. And it is written by someone with autism. That's why I love reading, right? Because I don't know what that life is like. Right. But this author has put me first person into the shoes oh, it's of so someone. so cool. Which and is
0: such a gift. I mean, that makes us a better person.
1: Empathy. <laughs> yeah. The empathy is important. So that...
0: All the little bird hearts. Do you remember the author?
1: Uh, Victoria Lloyd Barlow.
0: I just remember the cover. It's a cute little cover.
1: It is a cute little cover and mm-hmm. it on the back it calls it a psychological um read uh just because song. it has
0: to do with mental
1: health? <laughs> uh mental health and maybe because without spoiling too yeah. much. Yeah, be careful. You meet characters who aren't going to be The best, you know, you see this person and you see they struggle with certain things. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could pull a fast one on them. So, Uh, or not even a fast one. It is a slow paced book. Yeah, But yeah, it was, it was really good, but the cover didn't really, I think the cover did match the book and I think the back did not match it as well. So do you
0: think you like books? Like I'm thinking of the ones you've mentioned so far where there's like this internal struggle. I mean, how would we, these seem similar.
1: Yes. Yes, I do. What do we call this? I don't know. (laughs) Um, But I do appreciate um, like seeing through someone else's perspective. Mm -hmm. And actually the other book I read that I really appreciated in the past year was um, the people we keep again, first person. Uh, She starts off as a teenager and that's uh, Allison Larkin, and the character starts off as a teenager, and her dad's pretty absent. She doesn't have a mom, and she survives, and she runs mm. away because there's no life for her there. Wow. Yeah, and so she gets out of there and um, goes to basically try to become a musician, try to be a singer, but she's got no real resources. And so... I loved that book, and parts of that book like felt very intimate, very real in a painful way. Wow! Because you know, she talked about just how tired and exhausted she is. Yeah, and I could feel it. Yeah, there were scenes in that book. Have you seen that meme where you know it asks how you picture a book, and some people cannot visualize what they're reading?
0: No, I haven't seen
1: that. Ah, uh, and so that's like a five, and then one is you have a clear picture, and then it gets progressively lower in between. And I'm usually a two or a three. Um, this book has me at a straight one in some scenes. Wow. Of course, and I also can clearly picture things sometimes while I'm reading them, and mm-hmm. then when I go back and I read the details, I have them all wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but
0: it's your experience of yes, the book, and that's yes, it you has can do
1: painted that. an image for mm-hmm. me. So.
0: That's really cool. Okay, so Happiness Falls, all the little bird hearts, and what was the third one? The People We Keep. The People We Keep, which I think we've had, and we need to make sure we've restocked, but I know we've carried all those. They're so good. Yes. Well, thank you, Sarah. This um, was awesome. So we are going to keep encouraging Storygraph. We would love to see that community grow. You should absolutely
1: follow me on Storygraph, and I will add you back. I am Sarah Doxical like paradoxical with no H on Sarah, no H on Sarah.
0: Yeah. Sarah without an H. Yes. That was awesome. Well, thank you very much. You're I'm welcome. glad you could come. And I feel like there's a whole lot of other books we could have. talked <laughs> about. So maybe you could come again and we'll talk more books.
1: Sounds like a so, plan.
0: All right. Well, thank you for listening to the life of plenty podcast.